Hey, Peter. Hey, what's up? Do you believe in unicorns? I believe in unicorns. Una corda. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear podcast. You guys just sitting around talking music. Una corda, that's a real thing, right? Una corna. One cord? <laughs> Una corna. Una corna. Unicorns? <laughs> Una corda. Yeah. Oh, man. So, Peter, I want to talk about a chord today. And actually, it's inspired by... I just cut that music off a no, little bit. That's good. I like so, it. Would that right be down something you might be... No, you're getting right down, <laughs> you're getting right down to business. I mean, just... just don't... I'm not a fan of. Don't worry about it. We got. We don't have time for this. We got to keep going here with what we're very, doing. Very frantic. I got a point there. I like it. To camp with our new Caleb, setup. Like, gotta, there's a unicorn standing right behind. I know. Me right we got to get this more ergonomical. Like I can't reach all the way. I I haven't. Like I got to get off the mic and I got to come, come over on. here just to. Get I'm not a fan of reaching this far to press one. my button. Okay, if you guys are on the audio pod, you can't see this. Can they see it if they're on the? Yeah, you can kind of see it. Um, what's hilarious about. These, so we have these buttons. It's almost like an old school Lindrum. I'll you, play and tell you what it is later. Right. That's the so original. You press the button. It's almost like, what was that game when you were a kid, you know, with the little. Simon. Uh, Simon. <laughs> yeah. Simon. That was it. I was. Hasbro. Hasbro I was. Mattel. Killing it, Simon. You were killing it. Killing it, Simon. Um, isn't that kind of like saying I was killing it, Slapjack? Maybe. <laughs> I don't even know what Slapjack is. Okay. So um, so he has these different um, buttons, these, these, these large buttons. Where he can trigger certain audio things, which I'm sure you've heard many times, right? The funny part about I mean, it, listen, we're talking about practice, not a game, not a game, and not to, a game. And to say that we have an eclectic assortment going all the way from the show Entourage to uh, Allen Iverson yeah. to The Office, yeah. um, to Fred. I'm not a fan of. But the funny one about jazz. that, I love. Like, start it again before, and then just play it until he talks. Like, it's got the most obscene no, feedback to it. Every time it comes on, and for some reason, we didn't trim that off. It's just like, nah. It's kind of how you know it's coming. It's like a B flat. It's like we know it's it's about to happen because <laughs> yeah. it'll be like, I'm sure our audio listeners in their car are just enjoying this. I'm not <laughs> a fan of jazz. Feedback. <laughs> no, we'll get a better one. We'll get a better one. We'll, we'll, I think we can send that through a filter. We can, we can definitely out. send that through a filter. But, but speaking of filters, let's yeah. talk about unicorns. Unicorns. Okay, so I want to talk about a concept Unicorns. we've been working with. We just worked with last week in Open Studio Pro, Peter. And, you know, last uh, episode we talked all about theory and, like, how much theory should you know. Yes. And I hear you play this this kind of chord all the time, and you kind of brought up a version of it. You played it a little bit differently, but it's definitely related to it. Mm. It's a shape. And it's a, something that I've been getting into. It's a shape that you see related to a key in a couple of different ways. So let's say we're in the key of F. Love F. Oh, F is the best, F's right? The bomb. The, maybe the bomb best. Diggity. Maybe the best piano key for like mid-tempo, straight-ahead stuff. Yeah. Right? Maybe Wouldn't the you best say? letter too. Yeah, maybe the best letter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really friggin' great. But uh, so there's this shape on a diminished chord. It is a diminished chord, um, but it's it, you might call it an F diminished add E. F A flat. B natural and E. Now, if you don't know this shape, yeah. this is everywhere in popular music in the 20th century. Now, it's related to the key in that on all of the inversions that you might use this on, yeah. there are really three or three inversions, but two that you would use most normally. So there's the, the root position, yeah. A flat and B natural. You would almost never use D diminished for this. You could. Right. You don't want to put it in the root. 
I'm talking about, so this is the harmony, F, A flat, yeah. B, literally this shape specifically. Oh, no in, inversion in of that, right, but I'm right. talking about now with the bass, it could be either right, F, right. A flat. Now there are, this is why it's such a unicorn. First of all, the well, shape of the chord. The, I know that's not part of it. It could be up to the D though, couldn't it? And that's what I'm saying, yeah. Okay. The D could be a part of it, where's that going? Where's D in the key of F, where's D diminished going? If you want to transpose somewhere, yeah. yeah. And it okay. could, you could do, you could resolve it to D minor seven. Right. You know, and you do see that in some like older big band charts. I apologize. I'm trying to turn your unicorn into an anteater no. or an artichoke. No, but this chord is so handy for exactly what you were just talking about. Okay. But also the shape of it kind of looks like a, well, it looks like more like a narwhal. If you look at the body of it, there's like a little minor third body and then a little a little horn. A little errant. Yeah, right? Like a little, little, a little unicorda, a little, little narwhalian. A little narwhalian coming out. It's got a horn on the top Almost of like it. like a driffin, perhaps. A driffin? What the hell is Google a driffin? <laughs> Google it. I'm not a fan of... Mythology. Um. <laughs> um. So, okay, so this shape, though, yeah. we call it the unicorn shape because it's friggin' magical, and nobody talks about it. The only person who... It doesn't exist. Well, no. <laughs> it's, not, it's not real. It's not real life. Uh, no, uh, Barry Harris actually mentions that this chord is like... Uh, why, he's, like why, he's like, how come nobody talks about this chord anymore? Because it was everywhere for a while. It's like an accordion. It was everywhere for a while, and right. now no one plays it. But it's so beautiful. So, check it out. So, from the F, right? With F in the bass? Yes. Spring is here. Yeah. Right, that's where you can. It resolves itself onto itself. Right, so it re resolves like it. much as when a unicorn goes to bed at night. Right, it lays upon itself. I love, the, <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's get lost. Yeah, you can use it there. So many places where you can use this shape. Uh, so the F diminished with the E on top resolves to an F major. Right. The other place that it gets used often is is like instead of a six chord in like a three six two five. A little transitional unicorn. Same shape. Like the shape is important. You could do it in drop shapes too, open voicings. But that E on top, the little transition. Think about like um, my romance. Yeah. Right. Same kind of thing, right? Yep. Uh, have you met Miss Jones? Yeah. Right, those last eight bars. Such an important shape. I think, what is it? Um, all the things you are. Right, so. Uh, last A section. Diminished with that. That's a unicorn chord. That's the, yeah. that shape was everywhere. Unicorn. Now the last one you're gonna really love. Ice cream cone changes. Ice cream uh, cone. Ice cream changes. <laughs> no cone. Ah. Used all the time there. Nice. So this is like an F, F7 over A or whatever. B flat of some kind. Seven or whatever. And then the B diminished. Right. It's the same shape. You hear this voiced in arranging and with pianists all the time. That kind of yeah. thing, right? OP, love that shape. Oh, Hank yeah. Jones, love that shape. Yeah. So that's what I want to talk about, that little unicorn shape. And again, like you would hardly hear it on the D, which would be the next inversion. You could do different inversions in F, like you do it from the A flat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But 
this idea here, and this is, we were talking about it too, because you were playing it on a dominant chord, oh. or like it was a dominant chord. Like bad boy, bad boy. G7, right? And you had a C, right. you would have a C sharp. Right? Right. It's a similar thing. Yeah. It's very simple. Yeah, that was, that was going to be the only thing I noted, I think, from the last episode was, um, and that was over B flat, maybe. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's really instead of it's just moving up, yeah, spreading out. So you exactly. got the still diminished. Um, it's still like a double diminished. Double thing. diminished. You're with borrowing the perfect over. fourth in the middle. Yeah, instead of that straight diminished triad there. Yeah, exactly. The perfect fourth is in the middle instead of on the top. Yeah, and, and I you could actually do this anywhere. Did you know you could do this? Um, you could put the per perfect fourth here. Oh, nice. Move any of these yeah. notes of the F diminished seven up a whole step. That's great. And I think all of them, you know, you can move through the d diminished cycle, yeah, up or down, minor thirds. But the one with the perfect fourth in the middle is especially suited for that because it's kind of it's way better at that. Yeah, I mean, the unicorn one with the perfect fourth on top, it works great if you're in the key of F. It works like on all of these. It works great in the first two. Yeah, when you get up to here, and especially here, it's yeah, a little too like you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't be like. So you might. If you want to go next level, it's a little. Yeah, it's, it's a little clashy. Crunchy crunch. Yeah, it's not bad. But That's I think the unicorn's uh, spear is actually piercing the sky at that too point. Sharp. Too sharp. Too sharp, and he's it. flying too close to the sun. Well, we know what happens when we do that. We roast. <laughs> so anyway, so try it out. So if you're and and this is very key specific. Like I said, this shape, and you can literally just do this shape, and you could do it in drop two. We were doing this exercise. You know, like literally, right? You can go down. Nice. Yeah, down these little chords. I think too. You know, for all different for shapes in general, this is why it's so great for everybody, not just pianists, to learn these on the piano. Maybe totally. guitar too. You can kind of even bass, but like to understand the shape, we can understand that in any instrument. But I think the piano, you have the advantage. Like if you're a saxophone player and you want to practice a shape on the piano, yes, you're going to be thinking about it primarily as a horn player, as like a melodic device. That's kind of like a foundation. But you also need to be playing with people to play chords. So like the more you understand, and then vice versa. At piano, we normally are like, well, we can do both. But we get stuck sometimes into just thinking about it. So like if you take this, like as one or the other, it could be a left-hand voice. Absolutely. It's a great left-hand voice. Yeah. Or it could be, you know, like what you were doing, kind of a, a melodic, but you're courting your way through, you know. Yeah. So that kind of thing. But it can also just be something that you're improvising over in this sort of obvious situation or not. So like. Yeah, it doesn't have to say F unicorn chord for you. To right. Put this and in. you don't yeah. have to match it with the left hand. You certainly can. Yeah. And that's probably where I use some of the diminished ones. A little more, so it might be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, a little unicorn in the right hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I'm just taking those, you know. And, and then because then when you when you uh, verticalize or no when you horizontalize it, yeah, you start to sort of see some things that are certainly within the core, but you're hearing them in a different way. You're seeing them. You're feeling them in a different way. Yeah. So like that one. I start thinking, oh, E try it, you know. Yeah. 
Oh, you try it. Can't you play a minor third? And then you can combine it with una corda two, unicorna two. Una corda. You know, and that can lead you down some out stuff that actually starts with that, but goes some other place. Unbelievable. Yeah. Cool. Just like a unicorn. Thanks, everybody. You hey, know, thanks for listening to the podcast. You got it. Got well, it I was just going to say, tune in for our next episode for Unicorn number two and three. The sequel's not quite as good. Oh. <laughs> you, you got that? This is, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll blend really, it. truly, <laughs> not, not quite as good. Yeah. You'll hear it. Uh, until next time. Yeah, that what was he totally what he said. <laughs> You'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs>